0: Hello, hello, welcome back, and thanks for tuning in to our Clubhouse podcast, where we have candid and open conversations about mental health and anything related to it. Our Clubhouse is located in Richmond, British Columbia, where we support people living and recovering from mental illness. You'll be hearing from both members and staff where our thoughts and opinions are our own. I'm Andy, and today you'll be hearing from Eris, Michael, Caitlin, and Ash. So, topic today is relationships and mental health. What do we think a healthy relationship could look like?
1: Yeah, two people working in the, together in the relationship, not just it's one-sided. Both people, both parties can, like, understand each other. It doesn't have to be always perfect. And both parties are
0: equal.
1: Equal in, like, respect and,
0: like, other stuff okay. <laughs> in a relationship. Yeah. The
2: amount of effort put in. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: That would make sense. Yeah. <laughs> I'd agree with that. Um,
3: I'd say a healthy relationship has really good communication. Um, compassion, empathy, and understanding. I think those are the keys
0: to a healthy relationship. I would definitely agree with that. I think um, one thing that I've always also thought about in terms of like a healthy relationship is interdependency. So interdependency from what I remember means that you are both individual people that have come together, but you are like... You have your relationship together but you're still independent people regardless you're not melding into each other which yes. that would be called codependency yeah. um so i feel like being able to be your own person within the relationship not lose yourself within it but still be able to be involved with the other person i think that to me is a very healthy relationship as well
3: so it's like the opposite of the old like two halves of a whole yeah and you're
0: actually two whole people coexisting. exactly that's, I, I remember I learned that in one of my psych classes and I was like that is probably the coolest thing I've heard because that's like a really a good idea like a nice yeah. concept for a relationship and it's like hey that's that's ideal for some people it's <laughs>
4: extremely cliche but yeah communication because
0: everybody as you ask
4: them what a relationship looks like and it's always everybody as soon as they say oh, this communication healthy right, communication it, 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 it's true though it's, absolutely being able to communicate with each other without mm-hmm. feeling anxious about the one, what the other person thinks stuff like that
0: like not being afraid to say what you're thinking kind yeah. of thing. knowing that the other person's not going to judge you or
4: not afraid to tell them what you want or what you need yeah good communication so do you
0: think that also comes with boundaries as well
4: yes <laughs> definitely with boundaries
0: especially with boundaries mm-hmm. Yeah, so I feel like that would definitely, good versus bad communication can definitely affect your mental health in that sense, right? Absolutely. Within the relationship. I don't know if anyone has any, like, experiences with that, like, good or bad at all that they'd like to share. I don't know. Um,
2: I really
4: it's haven't. kind of hard to think back. <laughs> in the beginning of our relationship, it was crippled communication. <laughs> we didn't know each other, and we didn't, like, share. we, liked, like, Talked and stuff. We told each other everything, but it wasn't quite the same. Being of our relationship, it was difficult. It was all about we were both scared to show each other just how much, just how messed up we were. That we both had a mask on the entire time, and it, mm-hmm. it ended badly.
0: Right. Well, for um, fear of being judged, or. Mm-hmm. Rejected or
4: everything. Yeah. We scared of everything, and we we're we made ourselves different people in Oh, okay. We didn't know each other. Like sure, I knew stuff like you know his birthdays or his <laughs> names, but I didn't actually know him until maybe about six, seven months into the relationship. We I think we both had enough spent a long time doing that, doing the, the touch and go, the, 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 I really like you, Mm -hmm. but I don't. Arm's length almost. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's like a self-preservation technique, right? Yeah,
4: but we both, a lot of stuff happened. No communication at all tended to arguing. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't want to hurt you so I don't don't know if this is a good idea but a lot of stuff happened and we realized that yeah we definitely need good like like a good a good discussion on what we both want
0: yeah for sure and how do you think that affected your mental health from then till now both of
4: our mental health last year was I think we hit rock bottom fair and enough we couldn't yeah. get any lower than <laughs> oh no <laughs> and i think we took a bit, bit of a break mm-hmm. and when we came back to each other we talked about it talked about what hurt us what we needed and then it was just up from there that's amazing
0: i mean if everyone like if anyone looks at you too they just see so much love and so much sweetness mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. clearly your communication definitely has
4: I've heard from several people that we have a bit of a love
0: aura. <laughs> <laughs> there could be worse things. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably a compliment. Yeah, just jealous. Uh, I think it is a compliment. Oh yeah, you should. You should. Yeah, I know for me personally if there's ever anything that cuz I, I I'm the type of person to like ruminate about things you know, anxiety and such. Um, And I know that whenever I talk to my partner, because before I do, my mental health is absolutely shot. Like it is not good. I beat myself down. And I know even if it's something that's hard for him to hear afterwards, I know both of us like we're able to, it brings us closer and immediately like, I feel like everything clears up. So I feel lighter. So, yeah, communication, absolutely.
4: Uh, another good idea. Mm-hmm. I don't
0: know if it's advice, but I grew up with
4: a lot of angry people so and a lot of horrible relationships. And But I think I grew up knowing what I didn't want to tell. Oh, so, yeah. I think good advice for people in a serious relationship would be if you're getting angry. If you are mad and you can feel it and you know that you might like act out, take a step back. That's what I've always done because I do not want to become angry like those people. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm angry, my goal or myself or my family, I I, I I take a step back, I withdraw and kind of sit with myself for a bit be angry I will be angry and be by myself so I don't end up hurting anybody
2: I mean once you
4: once you're okay once you've taken a big breath <laughs> and go back and it's easier to talk to somebody there's no harsh words
0: nothing you'll regret nothing will you'll regret yeah that is absolutely amazing advice that it's also something I learned in that same class is if you, even if you need to take a break in the middle of the argument yeah you go for a walk eat some food do something but something that'll help you mm-hmm. to not be so in your emotions mm-hmm. to say something that you could regret because that is there's some things you can't take back right Absolutely.
3: I was thinking along the lines of communication in a relationship I was in a long-distance relationship, so the majority of our communication happened over messages. And when you don't have tone and body language and facial expressions, things can get twisted really fast. Things can be misunderstood so easily. Misinterpreted so easily. Absolutely. And I found that we were spending more time bickering and arguing than anything else. And it seemed like a a vicious circle of misunderstanding one another. And it really affected my mental health. I would get anxious whenever my phone would buzz, like, oh oh no, what now?
0: So yeah, lack of proper communication in that sense. And it's not even like it's your fault because you're long distance. It just so happens that that medium of communication is not the easiest to properly express yourself. Yeah. Yeah, Right?
3: And that that made me really feel like one of the most important things in a relationship for me is being on the same team. So kind of presenting a united front when you're around other people like um, you know I have friends that they like jokingly put their partner down or make like little passive aggressive comments and whenever I see that I'm just like that is exactly what I don't want to be. Like I never want to to my partner down especially not in front of people and em- embarrass her. But
1: about you Caitlin? Uh, well, communication. And yeah Chris and I are really good at communicating.
0: Uh, what are what do you find is some of the things that you do that help with the communication
1: um, or make it very good communication? I, know, I just tell them there's times I forget to tell about stuff like I feel I'm going somewhere or I'm moving wrong. I forget and then I feel bad later I about Chris like I'm going now I'm like what why, why? It's like oh I thought I told you I'm very bad at remembering if I told him something already or because I, I know he gets annoyed if I repeat and repeat because I tend to do that but like sometimes I forget that I told him that I, to tell him stuff and mm-hmm. then I feel bad after but he gets that how I, my, my brain works He's understanding. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, was, I, I just learned from my past relationships, I was very bad, scared of like communicating mm. or like telling what's on my mind or whatever. But this relationship I learned, like, no, just say everything, well, not everything, but like, <laughs> just communicate. Just say what you're doing, what you're gonna do. that, uh, yeah.
0: How you're feeling, mm-hmm. etc. What more tips? Cause I, Eris, you were mentioning earlier about tips when it comes to <laughs> Speaking, talking within an argument or a discussion. Um, so I just want to bring, come back to that. Tips for building a healthy relationship, other than communication, what would be some things?
3: Not, just
4: not assuming that your partner just knows what you know. A lot of people do that. They they're like, well, like I've made it clear this one time for, or like kind of have that just like told them that I want this but just expecting them to know everything
2: they're also here
4: yes no not no mind reading
2: (laughs) yeah I struggle with that a lot like um, you know (laughs) yeah assuming that they 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 know everything that's going on in my brain and how I process things and how I think and and then I'd like I get mad like it, it, internally, I wouldn't like get mad.
0: You wouldn't like lash out yeah, or anything. Yeah, but, but like, yeah. it, it,
2: This like resentment would be building because they weren't like respecting like certain boundaries I'd put in my head. That uh-huh. I <laughs> but
0: I never expressed them.
2: <laughs> yeah. So it was that was a really like nasty cycle where I just, I'd be angry all the time. It's like you haven't actually told them you're <laughs> angry told them what they're doing wrong
0: yeah (laughs) what made you realize that that you that that was what was going on
2: I mean I like to self-reflect a lot so I mean like I was aware like I think I was always aware it's just a problem Mm -hmm. and I was just too scared to do anything about it um (laughs) I mean that's how I am a lot of the time like I, (laughs) I feel like I recognize a lot of my issues and a lot of yeah, but I just I just don't have like the courage to verbalize yeah. these things and actually talk about them. Well, it's hard, right? it, it it's
0: not it's an easy thing enough. to talk about, right? Yeah. What you need from other people sometimes it's like it's setting a boundary, right? Setting boundaries yeah. is not an easy thing to do. It takes a whole lot of people crossing that line to get you to actually.
4: Realize this is an important thing that that I need to talk
0: about. This is something that actually bothers me that I need to say something about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, boundaries. We have spoken about them.
3: Boundaries are hard. They're so hard to set.
0: I know, especially because like you feel like if you set something, you feel like you're going to be pushing people away. But the reality is the complete opposite. Mm -hmm. It will bring you closer together because they'll get to know you better and be able to treat you in the way that you need. And speak to you in the way that you need.
3: It may sound a little hokey, but I find that one thing that's really helpful in relationships is finding out where your partner's love
1: languages are. Oh, really? Makes such a big difference for yeah. With I you know what mine is, but but uh, Chris, I think he finds it all like hokey and stuff. I'm you know, like it does help. I know mine is, but I want to figure out what his is. Yeah, and that's actually bringing
0: up a good point too because what your love language may be is not what theirs is. Yeah,
1: it's important
3: to know what you need from your partner and what your partner needs from you to feel validated and loved and important. And as soon as you can find that out, you can start
0: tailoring your love that you were giving them anyway Mm -hmm. to suit them even better. Exactly. No, that's totally a good point. Because I know between like my partner and I, his love language is physical touch. He's very much like... (laughs) <laughs> that's me. Yeah, absolutely. Not, not he nervous. will just be—he's like, picture this: six feet tall. I'm five foot one. Oh, okay. Giant man just kind of like enveloping you. me. It's great, but my love language is actually more acts of service. Oh. So it makes it more interesting because we we just moved in together, so we're we'll, we're still trying to figure that out. So for him knowing that it's like that's so important to me, he's making an effort. So like now, well, this is super cheesy but we put up my big calendar, my whiteboard calendar and we'll write messages to each other whenever we wake up or something. Cause right now we're on a weird separate schedule. So it'll be just like things like have a great
1: day or I'll see
0: you soon or something like that. And that's like a big thing for me. It's really sweet. But for him, obviously it's like, hugs or tackles yeah. or whatever you know yeah you know what you do in a loving relationship you can tackle each other
1: that's like me well i, <laughs> I always try to hug and kiss him but sometimes he's just not in the mood yeah and i'm like oh it hurts me but then i understand it's probably not his love language he probably doesn't get because i didn't even figure out I don't know if he should do a test online, but uh, <laughs> I've I re- realized it's either acts of service or words of affirmation with him. Because mm-hmm. if I say something, I love you, sometimes he says, do you really? like?" <laughs> or oh, not really, but like, like I'm so sorry. It's like, Because he hates when people just say sorry when they don't really mean it. It's like, I mean it, I'm sorry. I was like, do you? So I don't know if it's that. Or when, like, if I clean stuff up, he, I can tell he's a little bit happier because he finally gets really overwhelmed with all the chores. And I do too, because I work. So I'm trying to figure out, it's, a, it's one of those two. I'm just trying to figure him out. I'm, we've been together for four years now, but like, I want him to do that, do a quiz, trying to figure out if he's one it's of those. probably a fun activity to do but together. It, he it's all like, same as like Zodiac signs and stuff. And he's like, yeah, it's probably just like genetic. It's like, no, no, there's some science behind it. It's not Zodiac signs and stuff.
3: <laughs> Let me figure out how to love you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I want to know it, but because obviously it's not physical touch because I I could be hugged and whatever. And I love it. Yeah.
0: Or it, that's yes. what you like to receive.
1: Yeah. Like uh, Sometimes, I know sometimes it depends what mood I am. There's times I just don't want any touch at all because I'm in a bad mood. i was like, no, 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 no. I'm not in the right mindset. But most, but I know it's fits with touch. Because when I am in the right mood, I want to feel love, I feel sad. I come to him, I kiss him, I hug him. And he's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm like, come on. This is what I need. I want that. Yeah. I was like, he's like I need my space right now because I know when he's angry about something it isn't related to me at all he's like no I just need to be left alone it's like okay I get it because I took me a long time I realized when he's angry about something or someone that's bugging him he just like doesn't want anything he doesn't want me to talk to him but like he just needs to calm down be by himself no touch no nothing it's like oh, okay because I always think oh, I should hug him make him feel better and then I realize that's no. what you would like
0: right? I'm angry yeah.
1: or sad I want him to hug me but
0: He's not like that at all, so. I think that's uh, another important tip is just recognizing that you are
1: individual people. Yeah, I always forget. It's like my impulse, like, hug him, kiss him. was like, no, (laughs) no, no, touch him on his own. I was like, he's like, oh, don't touch me. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Have you two? I think it feels like really, like, um, I
4: don't know, like, cheesy, but I think we hit all of them. Like, like, physical touch. We, as soon as we're together, we're always immediately holding hands like like always like like side by side shoulder to shoulder Mm -hmm. but we really like gifts he likes baking for me and i like finding (laughs) little shiny things on my walks and like I'll, i'll give him like rocks or i like to make him things and and words of affirmation too compliments and reassurance and stuff like that.
0: What are the other ones? There's like two
4: more. Um acts of service. Acts of service.
0: Quality time as well. Oh yeah. I don't think it's I don't think it's not to say that all of them aren't important. I think it's just like some are more important than others. Yeah. I think everyone has that to a certain degree. I think quality time is my second one. -hmm.
4: Physical touch and um the 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 gift gift giving yeah the gift giving or gifts yeah yeah those are our 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 top two
0: Mm -hmm. i feel like gift giving gets a bad rep yeah
3: it does because it makes it sound like you want lavish things like you feel like you're very superficial yeah yeah, that's how
0: Eris said it can be a rock it could be a shiny rock it could be and i relate to michael on this because i love to bake as well Mm -hmm. and i love to be able to Make stuff yeah. for people um, in general, like I give it to people. I love that. Michael has, like, just kept every single little tiny
4: meal, like, like, give that. Like, I would give him small, like, flowers, like, little, <laughs> like, 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 can literally be like,
2: leaves.
4: yeah, he's he, he kept all of them. Like, all, they all dried out and everything, and he has a
2: jar yeah, full exactly. of. Two, two at this point, two Charts <laughs> full of rocks. <laughs> They're special rocks. Yeah.
4: You <laughs> know. I mean, uh, and sometimes I get into Oregon. Uh, God, I just finished knitting him a sweater.
0: That's right. You said so,
4: you were gonna make it a
1: Weasley
0: sweater potentially.
4: Yes. It oh. was. It was a, a big
0: project, but
4: my motivation was, oh my God, Michael's gonna love this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it's something that like it doesn't necessarily cost a lot of money. No. It's something that you want to give, though, that you've made. Yes. I think that's lovely.
4: (laughs) Michael likes, and he's really, really into baking, so.
2: Yeah, it's mm like my, I don't know, it's like kind of a de-stressing activity for me, I guess.
0: (laughs) I feel ya, I feel ya.
2: Yeah, it's it's, it's. Something I've sort of over the years discovered that I'm actually kind of good at. So I've, I've just kept at it because I don't know when you're good at something, you probably keep doing it. <laughs> if it's something you enjoy, then. Even better. Uh, yeah. All the power
0: to you. No, <laughs> yeah. it's, yeah, it's really fun, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, fun.
4: It became so much like, like such an important part of your life that you didn't realize that it was a hobby. Yeah.
2: Right. Like,
4: like, it was just something. Yeah,
2: yeah. I do. Yeah, I didn't conceive of it as a hobby. But, I just did it. But you bake like, like
4: two or three times a week sometimes.
2: <laughs> yeah, two or three times a day sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. What a love language. about <laughs> you? Yeah, do you know, like, yeah, so what? minus quality time. Mm-hmm. And
3: to me, that means like being on your phones, and that kind of stuff, just like, being fully engaged in one another, like regardless of what that is, whether it's cooking a meal or going on a hike, something like that. I just, I love time where it feels like it's just me and my partner. And then my partner, her love language is words of affirmation. So (laughs) I leave little notes for her around the house and like in drawers I know she'll go into and like stuff like that, just little notes, usually on rainbow paper.
0: That's adorable. (laughs) Maybe I should have put a little warning. This is going to be really cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> this is not the beginning. Because <laughs> it's so cute. Oh, God, it's so no, nice. that, it's so much cheese. We love it.
4: I mean, it for him. Cheese? Yeah.
0: It changed, yeah. Somebody is
4: hella romantic. Hella cheesy the biggest cliche you'll ever have <laughs> Wow,
2: well, yeah. I guess <laughs> I mean, when we were like Starting with a relationship, I, I, I had no prior knowledge of relationships really. This is my first relationship. So, like, everything I knew was like, you know, from TV shows and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think that's where the, the cheesiness sort of came from because I was like, how do I show this person I care for them? It's <laughs> like, oh, I'm going to regurgitate
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: the, what the movies I've seen have said. <laughs>
4: It was, it was it was it was pretty cute he was like the, one of my favorite things about him is he wasn't like afraid to show all of that stuff he wasn't like 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 closed off like like most men they're they're like like almost every guy I've ever met would never say something like that was like oh that that is like the cutest stuff like I, I've ever seen because I grew up reading like like books and, and like books. And I grew up on TV shows and and movies. And I don't know, I guess I like mentally had a standard and I finally found a guy that could keep up with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it used to work out very I, I well. Am, like, hella cheesy too.
0: <laughs> well, then you two have met your match.
4: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it makes everybody say, Aw, and say he's my best friend it's true my, I think that's important though my goal in this relationship is to be that couple that people go like they're so sweet <laughs> Gross. <laughs>
3: You're doing it yeah
1: <laughs> it's the perfect combination that's the opposite because we're very practical mm-hmm. and like we don't like doing PDA public really or like not even like kissing probably get we, we both get kind of we like a pick in public, but we don't really like hold a. We do hold hands sometimes in public, but we both get like I get anxious. I walk really fast. i like, kind of hands. So I was like, no, I can't hold hands right now. <laughs> but like we understand that we both love each other. it's Like we don't need to hold hands all the time or like, pick or anything PDA in public. We get really, we both, we do like to discuss this like the first time we met. Like PDA is not uh, like he didn't like it. And I'm like, yeah, I don't really like it either. So. We agreed on that we show our love another way they don't need to show the public mm-hmm. that we love each other but yeah so but yeah we are very practical but we do show our love in other ways
0: mm-hmm. well that's what makes relationships so much more interesting because everyone's so unique right
1: mm-hmm.
0: i don't know that's the complete opposite for us and i don't think we care <laughs> <laughs> well i think it's whatever works for the specific relationship right like it shouldn't really matter yeah what others' relationships are like. shouldn't affect how you are. I didn't
4: realize how much uh, I needed that, though. The public displays of affection, because, I don't know, sometimes for me, for me anyway, it's completely replicating, but Mm -hmm. for me, it kind of feels like, 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 um, like if he didn't do it, I would feel like he was ashamed of me.
3: But for me, it's like
4: reassurance, like, kisses me or he my hand or 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 you know just all that physical touch in public just remind like reminds me of this like 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 look he wants to show everybody
1: <laughs> he wants to show you all yeah, which yeah. I was gonna say with me it's just enough to have to stare in my eyes in public yeah. that's enough it's like a subtle things like I got you or like I love you and like you don't have to like that's a metal way, like a, it's like a, almost like imagining kissing, but not showing it. Oh, that's like really that. sweet yeah. though. So it's, like, it's like a stupid language. Like, look, it's like, but that's oh. why it's so
0: cool, because it, mm-hmm. it's the, it ends up, it's like the same end result, Yeah, but totally different ways of communicating and and feeling. And, and then I just want
1: to say, and then he does the same thing in public, but do something stupid. And he looks at me, like, <laughs> yeah, I can read his brain. Like, <laughs> I was like, I know I'm sorry. And, uh, well, you don't have to say, you don't have to have a facial expression, I just turn his eyes. And- it's <laughs> amazing that it's like, oh, no, a relationship, know. you know, you can just communicate through looks. Yeah, because he looks at me. Says, <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm sorry, just, I just, cause sometimes I over, I, I, I over explain or over share mm. and he just looks at me. And it's like, oh, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I could read what you're thinking. It's all about. Uh,
4: that reassurance too. It's, it's it's nice that you guys can look at each other and just just
0: know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's that's what you.
1: I look at me. him sometimes. But I, it's more of me because I have ADHD and like I have anxiety and I say things that I don't mean to. And i realize that I know as soon as I say, I'm like, yeah, he's gonna look at me. I look and I was like, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> he was already looking at me. <laughs> I was like, yeah, he he knows that I just something silly, and so stupid, or it says too much information. Mm-hmm. I should But yeah. So it's it's both ways, it's a good and the bad, but it's good communication in another way without saying, what are you doing? Because he doesn't want to embarrass me in public saying, Caitlin, what are you doing? Yeah.
0: So again, like what Ash was saying, a united front, right? Yeah. There's nothing worse than
3: being embarrassed by your, like having your partner embarrass you, Yeah. right? It doesn't make you feel loved Mm -hmm. or secure. And I think just kind of having the same stance on stuff, like, especially if you're around, like what can be tumultuous relationships. So like going into maybe a family event, being like, okay, let's make sure we're on the same page with everything and just being that united front, being a team together.
0: I think that's the same in many, many instances, right? Like even if not to detract from the actual like romantic relationship side, but even like uh, as like coworkers, I feel like, if someone comes and asks you something and one person says no this is why this has to be the way that it is and then they go ask another co-worker and that. yeah exactly parents as well that kind of stuff like I feel like having a united front in general is such an important thing to, to have with yeah. any kind of relationship I don't know if it's off but it, it, <laughs> it's whatever
4: it no. does I'm of
0: really
4: Bugs me when people try to butt into our relationship. because I have a lot of family, and his family isn't really a lot. A lot of stuff. I <laughs> but, but yeah, I said that we hit rock bottom at some point, but we did build ourselves up from there, and it's taken a lot of work. But the way we did it, the way we worked ourselves up out, is, is that's our problem. And a my family, kind of. I don't really know how to explain that, but I don't know. When people try to give you relationship advice that that, that has nothing to do with your relationship, it,
0: it, or it's unsolicited. Yes. Yeah. Like you don't ask ask for it. And it's like pregnancies too. People will just assume uh, yes. that they have a say in the pregnancy when they're not the yes. ones that are involved. Yep. Uh. When ever since I was oh.
4: like ever since boys became like a thing.
0: Right?
4: Like, you know, I like, love the way you said. Yeah. That. Like, uh-huh. Maybe like like ten or eleven, you you actually start noticing boys, and ever since then, ever since that, I like like the idea of dating popped into my head. Ever since then, I knew I did not want because because my my grandma got pregnant with my mom at eighteen, mm-hmm. and my mom had me at eighteen, so I knew I did not want to do that, and I knew I didn't want those horrible relationships I would seen growing up. So so when when Michael and I actually like decided that that we were gonna do this, like like the, the serious relationship thing, ever since I was like 13, I told myself if I was ever going to get into a serious relationship or any relationship at all, I would take like precautions, you know? Absolutely. So when I started thinking about that, so, you know, like like birth control and all of that stuff, my family tried to butt in um, saying,
0: I don't know, but it, it made me mad. Well, thinking that they have a say in what you do in your relationship, I, right? They, they decided
4: like, I wanted to get birth control, but I wasn't, I didn't want to tell people that, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want to like, that on but like I think I was asking somebody a question I don't remember what happened but everybody started saying the same thing that she phone birth control didn't want to tell my mom though because I don't know it's just not not her business Mm -hmm. like what what I do Mm -hmm. so when I started dating Michael all of a sudden All of that, all of the stuff that was supposed to be between me and Michael became about them, all about Mm. forcing advice on me.
3: Oh dear. Uh,
0: Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. the thing is people need to understand that the relationship is only for within the people in the relationship. Unless you ask for advice explicitly, then you can give advice.
4: One of my aunts
0: told Mm -hmm. me that, that
4: I should tell my mom that I was going on birth control, that my mom needed to know. that. But at the time, I was 19, 18, 19, and I was like, I don't want to tell my mom That's She doesn't need to know. Well, that's your business. That's my business. And, and you're an adult. Yeah. But yeah. she was getting so, like, pushy about it. She's, she's... I told her. I had to tell her, otherwise she would have told my mom. Oh no. I had to tell her, I'll tell her at some point. I'll tell my mom at some point, just not right now.
0: It's your choice to do that. I had to tell her that to get get her off my back.
4: That
0: mm-hmm. was well, you set the boundary, which is good. But yeah. it's annoying that it had to happen in the first place.
4: It makes me so frustrated. Because Michael
0: and I, we work well on her on our own normally it's when other people get involved that things start to get a little yes exactly <laughs> so oh family yeah. <laughs> that's a whole other topic but
1: yeah. it
0: is a very good point unfortunately family thinks they know best
1: mm-hmm.
0: and well I'm sure they're trying to
1: I know be they helpful are, I know they
0: mean well but it definitely does not come across mm-hmm. all the time
3: so what is a good or a bad experience you've had in a relationship and how did it affect your mental health? Um, I, I would like to say that um, a bad experience for me in relationships has been um, insecurity and lack of trust. Totally. Um, I've found that having a partner that was extremely insecure which led to them having no trust really affected my mental health they were constantly putting their feelings of insecurity on me and making it my fault and my problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and that really impacted how I was feeling mentally when I was in that relationship. I, I was really depressed. I was anxious all the time because I never knew when this ugly beast of jealousy and insecurity would show up and be pointing a finger at me over things that I didn't even know were happening. Has anybody else had experiences like that?
2: I'm very insecure about myself, so I totally relate to that, like, feeling of paranoia. Like, I don't know, like, every every text message that comes in is, like, starts freaking me out, because I don't know, it's, like, it'd be something bad, and did I do something wrong? I don't know, I, I definitely, yeah, I definitely feel that.
0: <laughs> and obviously it doesn't. No. It doesn't really help in your no. mental health or your mental state no, at the time, right? But, um, is there, with your awesome self-reflection, <laughs> do you know, like, have you noticed anything that
2: maybe helps to sort of
0: reduce that anxiety, that
2: fear? Well, I mean, I have found actually being around the person you're texting is, is much better because like when you're, in person, I don't know. It, there's none of that like ambiguity. Texting is really, really bad for me because yeah, you misinterpret things and you misread things based on how you're feeling at the time. Certain words can you know, come across more strongly.
4: We did figure that out too. That was one of the things so we figured out together was like, because before we would only see each other like like once every couple of weeks or like once, yeah. like, like, once a week, or something like that, and it, it was bad, like, we constantly would, we'd be, like, insecure with ourselves, because we, it was just bad, but now, recently, like, like, we figured that out, so now, the longest we go without seeing each other is a week, like, like, we try to see each other, like, once every couple of days and it really does help like Mm -hmm. being in person we know what we
2: want we can I think it's also like important that like if we do go longer than a week without seeing each other I mean personally I found it a lot easier because we've seen each other so much and we really opened up a lot more so there is a lot more that trust so I, I remember yeah like back then we'd go longer than a week I'd start getting paranoid like uh, do they like me anymore do they want to see me Um, and uh that really doesn't happen anymore because I yeah since we improved our communication I'm not I'm not as scared of you know being abandoned or
4: (laughs) rejection (laughs) or totally that went like both ways too in the the beginning it was think we we figured out yeah like the communication and everything we figured out that yes we do really enjoy each other's company so it once we 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 trusted that it it, it was really
0: yeah it did we did a lot better you felt better yes overall made the relationship more safe yeah a lot less relationship. <laughs> a lot less what sorry? Ruminating. Yeah, fair enough. You hear me wrestling Little disclaimer. <laughs> Do you have a
1: thought, Caitlyn? I mean, my current relationship is pretty good, but uh I guess I learned a lot from my past relationships yes. before I learned this kind of, like I was very insecure and I always thought I was lesser than, than my past partners. Um mm-hmm. and them, but I'm learning that like with this relationship, I feel like an equal, which I like. But my yeah, it's really just, important. So I just I remember just learning a lot. I just only started dating to like when I was twenty one. I'm 30 now. But like when I started dating, I just I couldn't get in relationships where I just felt lesser than and I'm trying to figure out why was I like that. I think it's just my insecurities and like I feel like I can't say everything that's on my mind. But not in this relationship. I feel like I could say whatever's on my mind. I don't feel insecure. I don't feel less of them. So Zach was the same level with my boyfriend. So yeah, I don't know. I don't it's not really a pinpoint of like a bad situation or experience, but just some general like insecurity and feeling less of them. I don't want to be like that. I don't want to feel like that ever again. And I'm feeling not, but if I end up being another relationship in the future, I still want to continue feeling an equal. Yeah. I
0: think that is a priority that is key, which is I think what we talked about at the beginning is equality in the relationship, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know for me actually at the beginning, we started dating right like two weeks right before we went off to universities. And we went off to two separate universities. So we were long distance for most of our relationship for about five-ish years. We would only see each other during the summers basically. So that sucked. Um so of course going off to university, like not even on like to do with relationships in general, but like I noticed that university really like humbled me. I was thinking I was like okay at school academically I was all right then I go to university and I'm like wow I am extremely average so unfortunately I took that mindset within like my relationship and I was like oh my god what if I'm so extremely average He finds someone better because there's always going to be someone better like you know let's say like academically so why not someone better than me so for the first year um a few little shout out to our previous uh, podcast. Uh, I was very depressed. <laughs> that was not a good year for me. So my mental health was like in the toilet. Um, later on though, like the more we grew, the more we talked because a lot of it was simply over the phone, FaceTiming, Skyping, whatever. It just, we got to know each other more and I started to realize like he wanted to be with me. Still does, uh, seven years later. Um, Still wants to be with me. So I am enough. And he makes me feel that way. And that is, I think, such an important part of relationship. It's exactly like Caitlin was saying, is feeling, knowing your worth, Mm -hmm. knowing and feeling, feeling that within the relationship. So I don't ever question that anymore, which is really nice. Mm -hmm. All right. Why don't we end it off with what is something that you've learned that's helped you maintain the relationship the positive relationships you have now this could be romantic this could be friendship it could be anything what what have you learned it's a big question <laughs> mm-hmm. could be a, like another tip but something that's
1: to maintain the relationship that you have now knowing your words that like you said and like staying connected like if you have a friend online or friend that work, just make sure you stay connected with them um, or you can kind of partner, you, if you don't, I, lived, I live with my boyfriend right now, but if we weren't, if I was still, we were still living in separate places, I would make sure we are staying connected, phoning, texting, but I was, every relationship's different, but I like doing a bit of, I like, we, we I, I think before we moved in together, we text and occasionally phone, but texting seems to be easier for me, but we want, we basically moved in together pretty quickly. Um, so that wasn't an issue. I saw him a lot. So, but like connecting, staying connected, it's one way or another some texting, phoning, whatever is good. And like knowing you worth, know that you're not even just friendships, you know that you're equals. If you feel like you're not getting, if you have a friend, you just feel lesser than, that's not good. It's probably a good sign not to continue that relationship. Yeah. And also knowing when to end relationships too. Sometimes it might be hard to break out with someone, a friend or your partner, kind of partner. like, uh, I think we, I don't think this is going anywhere good. So I think we should end it now. Yeah. You know, it could be really tough, but it's good for your mental health things. And you say, I mean, it's good for them too. Maybe they realize, like, yeah, I don't, think, I agree with you. This is not going well. Yeah. That is, um, that's sucks, an incredibly
0: difficult understanding to come to. But yeah, very important.
1: It's really bad. But like, I mean, it sucks, but it's good.
0: Yeah. So, unfortunately, bittersweet.
1: I think the two
0: tips
3: that I have for relationships one would be um, make sure you always have empathy. Very important. So you can understand where your partner's at, where you're at. Um, same with friends. Um, the other thing would be. Whatever. Oh, my ADHD. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, maybe come back to me. Okay, sounds good. Michael, Eris, um, any I mean,
2: any I, thoughts? I guess this is like related to like trust and trusting your partner. The one thing I learned is that it's okay to say no.
4: <laughs> yeah, that was, <laughs>
2: that, that was the, yeah, the absolute hardest thing for me was feeling like, I guess, secure enough in myself to, to be able to say no. Because um, and that that's
0: not going to cause you to break up or anything. <laughs> yeah,
2: well, that's what it felt like. Sometimes. Yeah. Like if I say no, they're, they're going to get mad at me and they're going to go. Um. Yeah, and I guess I guess sort of related to that, it's like it's also okay to, to not agree about things and to be mad at each other, because um, that's normal. It's, it's. I mean, I'm a bit of a perfectionist, and I used to think that, like. A relationship should have no problems whatsoever. We should never like
0: problems never... are healthy. Yeah, exactly. Arguing are... is yeah. healthy. Yeah. Discussing is yeah. healthy. Obviously all in a healthy manner. Yes, yeah. 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 But it is it's normal to disagree.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. It is. Yeah. And because you're gonna disagree and then you'll you'll come back to each other. You still love each other. It's yeah. so all good. <laughs> that's that's something I have sort of come to accept that yeah it's okay to say no it's okay to disagree about things it's okay to get into arguments because at the end of the day together you're like you're a unit no one's running away because i decided i didn't want to you know go for a walk (laughs) yeah so yeah
4: i like the equality thing nobody is on the higher ground no one's on a pedestal No, nobody's Yeah, the dynamic of the relationship is, I don't know, it's, it shouldn't be the the, the codependency. It it shouldn't, shouldn't rely on each other, but it's good
0: to lean on each other. Absolutely. Yeah. But that's the difference, right? Is one is you depend on each other. The other one is you use each other for support. Yes. Mm -hmm. I think that's the, that's where the difference is,
4: right? I think a big thing is to realize that in a relationship, it's okay to not be okay. Yes. You do not need to hold the other person up all of the time. You do not need to be okay all of the time. Or
0: yourself to be okay all the time. You're not going to be. That's the reality of humanity. a
4: A lot of the time, I guess, I grew up with a lot of friends that needed me. And I guess I tried to bring that into the relationship. I tried to be the one holding holding him up all the time, making sure he's okay all the time and feeling guilty when I was not okay.
0: Forgetting about yourself.
4: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So more recently, I guess I've been learning to kind of let him hold me for a while. Yeah. You know?
2: I felt the same way at points too, where it's like, if they're not okay, it's like, what have I done wrong? This is my fault. This is my responsibility. I need to fix this. And, yeah, coming to terms with it sometimes, yeah, people are just not going to be okay and it's it's fine. That's That's just how life is.
0: That's also a really good point, too. That reminds me that um, one thing that I've also learned, because I am very sensitive to, like, emotions and stuff, is I used to automatically assume that if he was upset, it was something I did. Yes. Which sucks because then you're taking on all that emotion when it has nothing to do with you. (laughs) So now I, I mean, I'm still a very empathic person, is the issue. So I still feel the feelings that he's feeling, but I don't take it personally. I try to support where I can, but I don't, I'm not like, what did I do? Because that was something I used to do all the
2: time.
0: Yeah. I highly don't recommend.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I still find myself doing that a lot of the time, slipping into that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's kind of like instinct and you really have to think about it and like catch yourself when you're doing it and recognize it. Self-reflection. Yeah. <laughs> it. Yeah.
0: But I think that's also, that sounds like progress. The fact that you're oh, like, yeah, it, even if it's sure. like, you know, ebbing and flowing, that is also normal. Yeah. So that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Ash, did you remember I remembered
3: my thing? Yay. Okay. Here's my tip. My biggest tip. My number one tip for all relationships, work, friends, romantic parents, listen to red flags. Uh-huh. If something inside of you is telling you that something's off, something is off. Um, you know better than you think you do you know better than you think you do listen to yourself if you walk into a job and you're like something ain't right here something probably isn't right same goes for everything else so it's better to listen right when they come up instead of investing and getting yourself in a
0: position where you feel stuck yeah absolutely very very good point
4: yes which can be like the hardest thing ever because figuring out what something's wrong when you don't want it to be wrong and figuring out is this wrong or am I just not letting myself into this Yeah.
0: You know? am I self-sabotaging or is this actually something that's yeah. bad yes absolutely and I and I think that's definitely like for for new things new relationships new jobs new yeah. friendships you kind of like look at things with rose colored glasses a lot of the time so it's really hard to see the reality the red flags
4: something my aunt said it was she's telling me that she could see that our relationship wasn't doing very well but she did not want me to walk away from a good thing she didn't want me to give up on something like that I guess she could see like like I guess the big picture you can like thinking out of the box Somebody outside of your relationship can probably see like a bit clearer. But when she said that, I knew, I knew right then. I was like, I, I, I knew that I, that this was something that I wanted to try. It wasn't
0: something I wanted to give up on right away.
4: I don't know. It was nice to
0: hear. Absolutely, it's it's kind of funny how with family too, like it can be both good and bad, right? Like that was a actually a very nice involvement without being too pushy, but it really helped you in your relationship. Then sometimes, of course, like we were talking about earlier, (laughs) it's more like, get out, go away. (laughs) Um, I do wanna mention one thing just because of Ash's comment, um, because the word listening reminded me, is uh, back to communication. A lot of times I find that, and I'm guilty of this myself, is if you're trying to have a discussion about how you're feeling, a lot of times what you'll do is you, the other person will be expressing themselves and you won't, you'll be listening, but not really because you're trying to think of what you're going (laughs) to say. Active listening. Active listening. Like if it's really that important, you're not going to forget it. So make sure that you're properly listening to what your partner's saying or your friend or your family member or whoever. But I find that something that a lot of people will do. I know I do that, like I said, um, because I I have such an important point. I wanna make sure I'm not forgetting it, but then I'm not really listening to what the other person is saying, how they're actually feeling. And I don't wanna be dismissive of that. So working on that, that is also a little shout out to my mom because she wrote about that. (laughs) Cool stuff, cool beans. Um, I think we're going to wrap it up. Um, Does anyone have any last parting thoughts before we go? Relationships are cool. Relationships are cool. Cool beans. Can be cool. cool. There's a little caveat there. They can be. All right. Well, why don't we end it off here? Thank you so much to everyone for being so open and honest and so cool about all the tips and uh, things about relationships that was awesome I got a lot of insight into things that I didn't even realize I should work on (laughs) so that's great Um, yeah so thank you again Caitlin Eris, Michael and Ash Uh, thanks everyone else for joining us make sure to check out our Instagram at yapstagram with two y's see you next time